I think it's something that you played when I was little. It's been a while. Hey, what the Friday? What was that? That was a train. It was a train riding right through our what the Friday? Dad, there's it's so good to be here. There was an interview like four years ago or three years ago between Jordan Peterson and Kathy Newman. And I have friends who have watched this just like, and I have watched this on both sides of the opinion spectrum. Some people who absolutely hate Jordan Peterson because they believe him to be a right wing sufferer loving, like really dude. And then there are some people who uh, really love him. And I, uh, I, I love him. Um, and not, also, I wasn't aware of that because I, you don't agree with him. Not on all points. No, I think some, I think he's very persuasive and convincing. And I like that he uh, is all about responsibility, but we, we have a conversation. I, I think he's right when it comes to some of the laws he's against, but mm -hmm. the way that he thinks we should act socially, I don't agree with. Okay. I, I'm not really familiar with Jordan other than I did read the 12 rules. Was it 12 rules of life? Of or whatever life. It was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I did read that. Thought it was interesting. Some of but, it I liked, some of it I didn't. He does seem to be a knowledgeable thinker and he's engaging to listen to. And I, I saw that video and I thought, what a great conversation. So that's what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. So the, uh, it's a heated interview between Jordan Peterson and Kathy Newman. It went kind of viral when it happened. Uh, well, there was one clip. Let's just talk about that one clip that was yes. viral. Um, Kathy Newman asked him, quote, what should, why should your right to freedom of speech trump a trans person's right to be offended? Unquote. So that was the question. Why should your right to freedom of speech trump a trans person's right to be offended? I want to, to not change be offended, it to, to not be offended, to not be offended, but, but basically saying respect what the trans, if a trans person wants you to call them a, a name that is new to you and treat them like a gender that is new to you or, or whatever. Everyone understands the well, let's, trans. Yeah. Let's, let's take the trans out of it though. Why think, should okay. why should your right to freedom of speech trump another person's right to not be offended? Why would I? Let's not say that it it, it has to do with something controversial, like a being trans or being a color, or being some something politically challenging. But isn't that a, that's an issue, isn't it? Don't you think that that's an issue when? I took it. I thought that line, that question, was stunning to me, because, because I didn't. I didn't really think about the trans part. I thought about the right of freedom of speech to trump a person's right to not be offended. And I yeah. instantly, instantly thought, since when do I have a right not to be offended? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like what? That's not a right. Um, yeah, I think that they both failed in my opinion, that they both failed in this conversation because I don't think that's the, I don't think that's the right question. Um, and I think because it's but it not, was the question. Yeah. That's what she asked. And I think she's asking the wrong question. And I also, and I think, cause as soon as you start 
putting laws around um, uh, trying to put laws around intention. I don't think that's what the law is for. Like the the only way to navigate this is if if everyone partaking in a conversation, both the tr in this example, what she's talking about, it was all about trans uh, pronouns. Um, the person who is trans and the person who is speaking to that trans person, what we're trying to do with the law is make everyone treat each other with respect and care. And I don't know if, I don't know if the law is actually the best place to do that. It's kind of no, like going for, to Western medicine to, for preventative health. Like that's not really what it's designed for. It's designed okay. for Okay, go, I, go ahead. You have a whole rant on it, and I'd love to hear your rant. I don't have a whole rant, but I think you're changing the direction of the, the content because I think the way she asked the question is the way many people think about it. I think I pe people say, what you said offends me. Since I'm offended by what you said, it should be wrong, and you should not have the freedom to do that. You should not have the freedom to offend me because now yeah. I'm protected. I'm anything other than actually... A, me, a white yeah. older male, <laughs> you know, anything other than that, if, if it's offensive, it should be protected. And we're, and we're developing this cultural expectation that there is an offense now. And I'm not taking a side on pro or con anything I'm taking except for um, the idea of offense is, is the fact that something's offensive enough to make it illegal. A, yeah, is it is it some you know when she said why should your right and I'm going to take out the trans thing again because I really don't think that's the issue here at all. I think that's some it can be used like you said as a pronoun to make it more clear for people, but why should your right to freedom of speech trump? And I'm going to take that out. A person's right to not be offended. And yeah. I would argue totally you have absolutely no right to not be offended. None. No right whatsoever. They, they're, I may have a moral obligation to try to be careful not to offend you, but I, but, but and I think, yeah, I think he goes on to say that that's just that's what thinking is about. When you think, you know, typically our minds are put to things that are challenges, things that are offensive to our sensibilities. Um, you know, we don't think a whole lot about. The, the points of life when we're just very content in that moment, we don't usually stop and say, I'm really content right now. Our minds, while we are very content in that moment, our minds skippity doo dah along looking for something that's wrong. Oh, I wish it was just a little warmer. I wish it was a little colder. I wish somebody would do this for me. I wish my job was like that. I wish my relationship was different this way. So I kind of agreed with that idea that thinking tends to bring up challenges and offenses to our sensibilities. So I'm a little offended that it's warmer than I want it to be. I'm a little offended oh, that it's like this. And, and then that commutes into I'm offended that someone said something that's challenging to me. And you, I think you and I can both agree that we are both more engaging than some people in conversations. And we're more willing to risk offense to delve into how people really feel about things. And sometimes we find ourselves stumbling into a thing where somebody's actually offended when we're really not trying to be offended, offensive, but we really want to learn and we really want to know something. So we want to discuss all the things around it. And often 
that include some offense? Yeah, um, I hear you. I think that the the what happens is I see a lot of opinions on the pendulum swing, right? So along those lines, people go, I should be able to say whatever I believe. And if that happens to be a racist belief, I should be able to say mm. it. And if that happens to be, and yeah, I offended you. So what? That's my right. So what? So there is a line of hate speech, but there's, I, okay. I, have something to well, say. I hadn't thought about it that way. I have something to say. Good argument. So, there's, there's a, thank you. Right back at you. Um, there's the show Ted Lasso. I was listening mm -hmm. to the interview with the creators of Ted Lasso. And this show is freaking magical because most shows that we have today are about dominance, manipulation, and how to be the smartest person in the room. And this show is about connection and curiosity and and just wanting to, to, to not even to be the most curious. And humility, also, yeah. It's a lack I, of ego. Yes, it's not and trying humility. To be, yeah, I um I agree. And and in the interview with the show creators, Jason Sudeikis was like, when I created this character, what I was trying to do was show ignorance. This is a paraphrase, but essentially right now we're we're all terrified to be ignorant because we don't want to be offensive and then canceled and then everyone will hate us and blah. But if you're ignorant but curious versus ignorant and judgmental that is that's the gateway to connecting that's the gateway through this whole conversation with jordan peterson and kathy newman had which i mean it was meant to be performative and to have contention but if they had both come in to this being like i know that i am ignorant in some way but i'm curious and if that's how we all treated each other. If I, if you decided to become a woman and I kept calling you Bill and saying he, him, but I came at it with curiosity and you came at me, at me being offensive with curiosity for like, I wonder why she's doing that. That breaks down every wall. Like we're, that that's the magic of that show. And also the biggest lesson I learned from that was like, oh yeah, I'm always trying to get it right. And the conversation between Jordan Peterson and Kathy Newman was how do we get it right? How do we how do we punish those who are doing the wrong thing? Or is it is or how do we punish the people who are trying to punish us for doing the wrong thing? We should be allowed to make mistakes. And I think the answer is yeah, we are allowed to make mistakes if we move forward with uh, curiosity, because we all have so much ignorance, and that's okay. That's a big thought. I'm thinking about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm I'm wondering I'm and I I'm flipping back to yeah because I I, I I don't know the on one hand when I think about let's use let's say they're racial expletives yeah um, is that freedom of speech should it be considered freedom of speech I think it is um, it's I, as tasteful as it is. Yeah. Part of me I, yeah. says, do it and then let me know who you are. Oh, I get it. <laughs> then you see. You're a racist. Now I know you're, yeah. And I'm yeah. not going to do anything to, to encourage you to shut up. I'm just going to, like, you, you, maybe that's, um, 
And that's the way your body reacts with a transplanted organ. Maybe that's the way you should be treated. You know, that maybe that nature should take its course that way. Well, where I, you let the, people be as mouthy as they want to be, but then when they are, they quarantine themselves in their in their group. And then Well, they, that's but that's what we're doing already. And I don't think it's helping. All all what we're doing already is say what you believe to the people that you feel safe saying it with. And then those are the only people you ever talk to. Those are the only things you ever read about. That's the only opinion you ever get because well, it's so wait, 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 That's not what I was saying. Well, I'm saying like you, you're set. This is what I'm hearing. I'm saying that that, that would, that that would naturally happen like, Screw you goodbye. Just because other people would, but the person gets the opportunity to say it. Yeah. But so, for example, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm not smart enough for this conversation. No, you you're are. Making you are. Me, don't you're making yourself. me nervous. Don't doubt yourself. Um, I'm thinking that. I don't know. Let me think. I, I can't. That's a bad thing you're, about it. We like to do a, these podcasts without having we without having practiced or talked about anything outside of a very mild outline or you know, like today somebody, we're like. I said saying, I'd really like to talk about this today, and she said yeah. okay, and then we're live online. And that's all we're doing. <laughs> Yeah. So it's you know I think more professional podcasts that have much higher ratings than us, which we can talk about in a minute. No um, I think Don't. that they have a slightly take better plan. Take no one's going to die if you take a second to think about your thought. You have amazing, well, you have incredible thoughts. So, well, but, my thought is is that there's a difference between an echo an echo chamber and an open sharing system. I do think we're short of an open sharing system because we all self-quarantine. It's, it's one thing to self-quarantine. It's another yeah, thing to be quarantined by others. And I think like when we run to um, any side of an issue and any, you know, I don't want to say anything because it, as soon as I pick one, I have to say all of them or somebody's going to think I'm on. Yeah. You know, yeah. Everybody, yeah. all of my conservative friends think I'm liberal and all of my liberal tends to think I'm conservative. conservative I know. I think um, the opposite is true for me. All my conservative friends think I'm all conservative and all my liberal friends think, think I'm liberal. What do you think? I think so. But I'm not trying to present that. I'm just like well, you're curious. Pretty, yeah, you're curious. And that and people see that as agreement, which probably leads them to believe that you feel the way they do. Yeah, I don't know. Because I really don't try to be dishonest. Just like, right. why do you believe that? Okay, I see these points. But what yeah, about this? We should, we should come back to that. That's a That's a great topic. Yeah. Anyway. So I don't know. Cause I, I, I noticed that maybe. my friends that post both sides, you know, I have very liberal friends and very conservative friends. And when I'm looking at their Facebook stuff, you can tell that their, their comments are reaffirmations of what the other people in their circle believe right. generally speaking, which means it's a self-created isolation. But which we all, I mean, that's so impossible to avoid, especially right now. Well, not impossible, know. but I, really hard to avoid. <laughs> I'm sure we do it to ourselves and we don't even know. But we I think probably do. going back to the hard question, the way to make this easy, the way to make this an easy conversation is to be like, well, where does the law draw the line? Because freedom of speech is legality. It's just about laws, right? So at what point do you draw a line for what is considered hate speech? And that is based on being offensive. That's based on causing pain to others with words. So now you have to define offenses. Real. 
So you have to define where that offense gets strong enough and that's up to the law and like figuring out where that line is. But I don't think that's actually what people are concerned about. I think what people are concerned about is Pete is that everyone will hate them. And what we are all concerned about is that people will hate us and reject us if we are truly ourselves and sometimes truly as ourselves is really pretty terrible. You know, some people truly are racist. People truly hate trans people. People truly hate gay people. People like those are things that people really believe and they only feel safe finding other people who also hate those things. And they're, and they're like, I don't want to be rejected because of who I am and who I am as a person who believes this stuff. So, so you think that, you think that they're guilty of, of that, of what they hate, and that's why they feel that way? To some degree, but I'm, I guess my question, what, what the real question is, is at what point, I think the question that I'm more interested in is in a conversation between two people in real life, screw the law, I don't care what the law is, because that doesn't really dictate how we interact day to day with people nearby. How do we open up a bigger dialogue and feel comfortable talking about things like how do you create that that's a huge cultural shift because right now we're bonding mostly on i mean as a country most people are bonding mostly on ragging on whoever believes the opposite thing finding somebody who agrees with them and then being like yeah that is right and those stupid democrats uh -huh. those stupid republicans those Stupid people, those crazy people who think they're those another Kansas gender. City Chiefs, yeah, those Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like that, but less. But it's, way, it is. Way it's scarier. like a team, though. It's like anything for your team. You support your team. The fact that you can fall in love with a a football team, which if you just step back even a little bit, is such an absurd concept. These men who aren't mostly aren't even from wherever you're from that loves this team. The every member of the team changes. It's just symbolism. I mean. It's an absurd concept, mm -hmm. but we get into it so hard. We do that with everything. So I don't know how so you hard we get into fights there. outside of the arena, inside the arena. Yes. Yeah. And we love that. I mean, it's just so Humans fun to weak. have a team. It is. I do you think but, that's the same thing when it comes to like the, this kind of, like the political kind of stuff? Um, when you're pro con black lives matter or LGBTQ or I think so. And I think, do you think it's just a lot of I that emotions a, based on team? I sentiment? think it is our, our weakness, but it's also our strength that we are so obsessed with being part of a team because being part of a team, we are like a meaning making meaning needing people. Like <laughs> we, mm -hmm. we are depressed and feel like what's the purpose of living when we're too isolated and we're not like living right. for someone else or something else or mm -hmm. that's, so we need that. And that makes, we're, that's why we succeeded. Humans are that's social we, creatures. Right. And that's why we dominated the whole earth, which, you know, might have been a bad move for the rest of the earth, but was pretty great for humans. Um, <laughs> but we dominated the whole earth because we all like needed each other so badly and needed to be needed and do something great for the group. So and it's definitely a weakness, but it's also a strength. I don't know. So wait, oh, going back did, to but, the but I do I think that's an innate quality, though, because we're we also just as much as we need to be social, we have a deep-seated programming to be judgmental. 
and we're judging. I judge at an intersection. Is that guy going to go try to pull through the intersection? <laughs> yeah, 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 is he not yeah. going to go through? Is he going to change lanes on me? Is that I can tell he's kind of leaning this way. He's got a car that looks like this. I bet he's going to try to pass me. You know, he's like, yeah. All yeah, of the assumptions based on the, yeah. And that's just driving from here to the dog park, you know? Who yeah. And that's critical thinking, but back to the question of, are we killing freedom of speech? I actually think maybe the question is more, are we killing the ability to be honest and uh, through culture? Cause again, laws don't really, they don't affect how I'm talking to you right now. They could. They could. That's what you're saying. They could, and that would be, I think that would be bad. I think that would cause a revolt. It's tough. When you start thinking about, you know, if I can't call you a name, right? Or if I, you know, then all of a sudden it's, it's whose moral police have claim rank. Yeah, the the hate the hate speech thing is is real, and words are powerful. Um, but if you restrict them because they have the the capability of being so powerfully bad, I think that means you can't help but restrict their ability to do good at the same time. Right. And I, I think that you're right when you talk about whether it's based on judgment or based on curiosity. Did I remember that correctly? Is that the way you said it? Yeah. It's a Walt Whitman quote that okay. Ted Lasso uses. Be curious, not judgmental. So if you base it on that, then the curious group wins. Uh, all and, uh, and the judgmental group, I think, self-isolates and becomes minimized based on their own performance. I and mean, society eventually do casts, they? Them out, casts them out by, by just negative vote. I mean, uh, if maybe we all not, live, maybe not if fast we enough. For, if we all lived for forever, that would be true. Because uh, if we all lived forever, then we would all be playing the long game and we would not con each other. We would be kind to each other because you quickly learn that that's only successful in the short term and sometimes not even successful in the short term, like the manipulation and dominance and all of that. What actually works is truly caring for people and being kind and curious and not judgmental. Do you, and think, building do you bridges. think humans have the capacity as a whole to ever achieve that? Uh, at 100% of the people are, are like that. I think if science progresses enough that we all live indefinitely, not just the rich people, but all live indefinitely, maybe. But then that sounds like hell, too, because oof, I, don't, I don't know. I don't want it. Hitler, I, the, going back, you were saying, like, they all, judgmental people all self-isolate and then society ends up hating them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of true, but also Hitler founded an entire very powerful movement on being judgmental and hating, choosing uh-huh. enemies uh-huh. that everyone can get behind. And there's nothing more uh-huh. powerful than fighting a common enemy together. True. And he, he, was, he was quite successful for a while, ultimately not. Right. Well, what, do you, what do you think would have happened had he won? There's a show about that, isn't there? Or a couple shows. But wait, what's Hand, Handmaid's Tale? I think it's about that. We, we should watch that at some point. It's about the Handmaid. What? Handmaid's Tale, I think, is a post. Like if Hitler had won. I am so not. Can, I'm so glad you're in my life because there's so I much of this stuff. I'm not read at all the committed. Book or to watch the show, but it's it's pretty dystopian. 
I mean, the thing with the what problem does that with- mean, dystopian. See what she does to me, people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like <laughs> you know, it's the opposite of utopian. You know, utopian. Okay. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite. That's of that. that's the feeling I have by being married to your mother. <laughs> Happy thirty second anniversary today. That's right. <clears throat> and for our anniversary, I didn't shave for the last <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> your poor wife who hates that. Um, she does. Um, yeah, I do think that back to judgmental thing and manipulation. Um, I think what happens when you're part of a group that is founded, it's like being part of the gossipy group in school. You're guaranteed that the, they will be gossiping, gossiping about you instantly because that's the default. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you go about the world judging and attacking and treating people like that, it might feel power. It does not might. It feels so good and powerful in the moment. You feel so superior, but then instantly that you'd have no trust with the people that you do that with. They talk about you that way. You have no. And I think that's true for like Hitler. I mean, his, it was such a contentious. Um, Who could we add to this conversation for our next what oh, the yeah, Friday? Because we want we want to start. Oh my gosh, yeah, if, guys, people who are watching, we want to start doing uh, an interview every week instead of just the two of us. Um, but we still want to talk about this kind of stuff. I think. Yeah, I just think we want we don't want to be our own. Mom has a friend who she thinks we shouldn't talk to because she's so good at talking about race relations, and she thinks that the person that. Uh, will hate us and tear us apart. And I don't think so. I think that if we come into it being like, we're ignorant, but curious, we want to hear, I think it would be great. <laughs> so there's one guest, but if who else, who else could we um, bring on preferably with a wildly different perspective than us? Mm-hmm. So anybody out there that's listening to us and you have a wildly different perspective than Morgan or I, or the two yeah. of us together. Yeah. We might just want to have you on as our guest. Yeah. If you're open, I, I don't know. There's so many people watching this. You might risk your <laughs> reputation. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Okay. I I think that's a, we should wrap up. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. This is the least comedy comic uh, podcast. I think it was not very comedic. Whatever, though. We're just doing what we want to do at this point. I can do my comedic face, though. No, I'm not going to laugh. It's not funny. You know why it's not funny? Because you've done it 16,000 times every time we have a Zoom call. There it is again. Although I like it. It makes me it makes me think of um, anime. Oh, just, intruder, intruder. Hey, hey, intruder. That was me banging on the desk and the dog thinks that it was something else. Got to calm down. Anyway. Um, okay. Happy anniversary. Whoops. Note to I'm self, really do not bang on desk with dog in the room. Tell me about that cap, Avenues County Livestock. What's that about? It's, it, was gran- it was in grandpa's truck like three years ago. And I, I was like, I need a hat. It's so sunny out here when we visited his farm. And then I put this hat on. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's so great. Can I keep it? And he said, yo. <laughs> that, that's all. Yeah. Most of it. <laughs> You're a great home. grandpa. Yep. We're talking about yeah, her, her mother's dad, Byron. Yeah. Incredible guy. It would be very weird if it was your father <laughs> three years ago. His ghost comes back. 
Hello. From the dead, I would like you to have this. Yeah. <laughs> could happen. You never know. It could. Yeah. Not, not likely based on our experience. We should definitely have a, we should have a supernatural. Uh, we should interview somebody supernatural. That's that so would cool. be fun to have somebody that does that kind of stuff. So I actually know somebody who does that kind of stuff. And I did an interview for my Off Limits podcast. It was two and a half hours long. Oh. So I don't know if anyone listened to it. But um, we do it again. We should do it again and we should keep the video on. And I think that would be amazing, actually. That would be amazing. I'll see to, if you'll do to it. To watch my face. Is that why you're saying that? No, he, it would be, you would be really interested. He's a super smart dude. Uh, but he's very spiritual and like has visions and stuff. It's really interesting. I was like, wow, what's happening right now? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll do that. But anyway, anybody, if you're watching this, if you have any ideas for who we should interview or what we should talk about, I shouldn't have taken my hat off. <laughs> My hair was at least you've hair. got hair. Yes. So if you, um, yeah. Hey, if you will like subscribe, hit the notifications button. Facebook has comments. changed their algorithm. So our viewership just absolutely overnight. We've changed. mentioned that every week since it happened. And it, um, but I think it's going to be good for us because what it means is we have to step it up if we want to keep doing this. Yep. So we get, to, we get to step we're it up. start interviewing people and probably not increase our production quality <laughs> at all because neither of us really likes doing that. My cats don't even. We'll okay. All right. Um, hey, it was. Thanks for you. doing Walter Friday today. I love you too. Great conversation, and thanks for helping me be smarter by right talking about that. So, thinking about freedoms and offense. Freedoms and offense. So, Where see you it? later. What the Friday, everybody. Great to have you here, and um, we'll talk again next week. Bye.